Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. Uh, I'm gonna, here, I have a, uh, an order of what we're doing. Here's the, uh, the mm-hmm. outline of today's episode. Mm-hmm. I have an email here I'm gonna read. Okay. And then we're gonna do our actual, like, meat of the show and talk about our prompt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll do our FF4 stuff at the end. Yeah. Should be much shorter this time, but who can say? <laughs> Alright, so, starting off, I do have this email here from friend of the show, Tanner. Hi, Tanner. Hi, Tanner. And Tanner sends this email, subject line, I'm sorry, did you say Power Rangers? <laughs> and here yeah. is the meat of the of the message. So you know I love slamming a roster together, parentheses, Cass, you saw my monster of a Marvel vs. Capcom pitch, close parentheses, and that's true, yes I did. So, and this, okay, <clears throat> this will be me reading a list. Okay. Mighty Morphin, Billy, Kimberly, and Tommy. Zio, Rocky, Tanya, and Jason. Turbo, Adam, Justin, and Cassie. In Space, Andros, or... Nope, not Andros. That's the that's the Space Fox man. <laughs> Andros, TJ, and Ashley. Lost Galaxy, Carone and Mike. Lightspeed Rescue, Kelsey, Dana. It's Dana, right? My brain yeah, wanted to pronounce it yeah. completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Time Force, Jen, Wes, and Katie. Mm-hmm. Wild Force, Taylor and Alyssa. Ninja Storm, Tori and Blake, Dino Thunder, Ethan, Kira, and Trent, SPD, Jack, Bridge, and Cat, Mystic Force, Chip, Vita, and Udana. I'm assuming I pronounced those probably correctly. Yeah, Udana's their, like, mentor slash, I think, the secret sixth ranger, if I'm remembering anything about Mystic Force. Operation Overdrive. Uh, we have Mac, Rose, and Tyson. Tyson. Mm. Tyson. It's spelled with a Z and two N's. <clears throat> Jungle Fury. Casey, Theo, and Lily. RPM. We have Scott, Flynn, and Lily. Again, two Lilies. Oh, Flynn made it. Good for good for his Scottish self. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Samurai. We have Lauren and Mia. Mega Force, we have Gia and Emma. <clears throat> Dino Charge, we have Coda, Shelby, and Kendall. Ninja Steel, we have Sarah, Haley, and Preston. Beast Morphers has Devon. Devon? Or Devon? I'll say Devon. Uh, Ravi and Zoe. Dino Fury, uh, mm, mm, uh, it's spelled J A V I, and I don't know if it's supposed to be a hard J or not. Mmm. Yeah. Uh, and I... Izzy. Uh, from the 2017 movie, we have Trini and Zack. Yes. Accurate. Good. From the comics, we have, um, Elorian, E-L-L-A-R-I-E-N, and Kia, K-I-Y-A. Mm-hmm. And then from Hyperfrost... Uh, because there is a typo here, and I don't mean to call you out, but I do want to read it that way. Uh, we have just all of them. Good, fair, wonderful. As a base roster of 66, and I have no idea if that's too big. 
Anyways, here's 24 more DLC characters to bring that up to a solid 90, and I'm sure that's cool and fine and good. I think, um, I think for balance sake, I think of most of the rangers that are, like, within a color archetype are just mere, like, they're echo fighters of each other, and then, like, if they have a muscle butt suit, that's, like, the gimmick they have versus, like, something else. Yeah, I imagine a lot of it comes, it's not like in, um, some of the other warriors games they've had recently where it's like each character has a bunch of different weapons they can use to change yeah, the fighting style yeah, i think it really yeah. is just like each one of these characters is essentially one of those variants yeah for sure or if it's like blue ranger but it's like the weapon is mostly cosmetic it's mostly about like the blue ranger combos or something like that mm-hmm. all right so first dlc we have here is the forever red dlc featuring carter lightspeed Eric Time Force, Shane Ninja Storm, Connor Dino Thunder, and Tyler Dino Charge. Or sorry, and also Jason 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh then to the sixth power DLC, featuring Doggy SPD, RJ Jungle Fury, Gem and Gemma RPM as a single unit. Mm-hmm. Antonio Samurai, Ivan Din Charge, which I believe is supposed to be Dino Charge. Nate and Steel Beast Morphers as a single unit. Uh, and then the Alliance of Evil DLC featuring mm. Goldar, Scorpina, Truckina, Robo Roxy, the 2017 Rita, and Dane from the comics. Mm, good. The Redemption DLC featuring Astronoma, Rancic, Korag, Camille, Tanaya Seven, and Heckle. <laughs> Weird how almost all the best villains in the ones who'd fit well in a Warriors game are girl bosses. Anyway, <laughs> hope this was a fun <laughs> list of names. Good luck, have fun, Tanner. P.S. I was torn between doing Power Rangers Warriors or a different Power Rangers thing on Nerif, so thanks for making my choice easier. Uh, tongue out face. <laughs> no problem, Tanner. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, folks should go listen to Nerif, not if I reboot you first. N-I-I- <laughs> ryf pod yes, on always always recommend tanner pods um pps go around the world challenging people to yoshi's cookie mm-hmm. and then a ppps is uh titles that i'll mm, have to put good. on my list awesome some pretty good ones all right well that was it for our emails because that's the only email we have mm-hmm. um that isn't spam um so we're gonna finally try to crack into city soulsborne yeah yeah, we are. Do you have any bonus objectives you would like to add? I actually kind of do. Oh. And I don't know if this is going to completely throw off what some of the stuff you've been thinking about, but I think this is kind of something like, I guess I'll, I'll say what it is now, and then once we get into it, I'll explain more. Mm-hmm. But I think it should have a roguelike element. And I can kind of get into what i mean once we start get like talking details and meat mm-hmm. meat of meat of the meat of the topic okay um in that case excuse me um i have my 45 minute timer here mhm and i'll hit the button let's go okay um so i uh in a sudden like remembering that a thing existed and i was like oh this would probably fit pretty well into Mm-hmm. Um, this prompt is at least just something for me to look at as yeah. the ps4 game is also available on windows that's where i played it 
uh, yesterday. Mm. It's free to play. Uh, it features a funny skeleton wearing glasses and skateboarding. It is called oh. Let It Die. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have seen fan art of the big old skeleton boy. Yeah, that's uh, Uncle Death. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's like I don't think it's going to be taking a much, but like it helped me remember like okay, Soulsborne games don't have to be like slow. Yeah, that one in particular is actually kind of fast, um, and it also helped me get in the mindset of what a non-fantasy Soulsborne looks like mm-hmm. because a lot of Soulsborne games. Um, sort of try to ape the the Souls style, um, yeah, of being like like grim, kind of grungy fantasy look. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is still kind of grim and kind of grungy, but it is a city and kind yeah. of more sciency. Um, yeah, for sure. And I don't think I'm actually going to take much from it, other than uh, it just helped me get some ideas flowing more properly. Hmm. Um, that's what I did. I, I was surprised to see that it was still up and running. <laughs> To be totally honest with you. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking, what if we did something more colorful? Yeah. No, for sure. And I want... Uh, I was thinking, like, right, what are ways that we can bring the city into without it just being set in a city? And I don't want it to be, like, fully post-apocalyptic or whatever. Yeah. And, well, so Let It Die is about getting to the top of a tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what if we took... And this is still going to be kind of like the dark post-apocalyptic idea in a way, but um, it, it's like in that like cyberpunk way of like, all right, here's some corporations that have taken over everything. Yeah, um, yeah. But in the sense that there's like in the four districts, there's like one big, large company building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your your goal is to scale the building, get to the top or get to the bottom or something like that. Oh, I feel like... In, like, a greater sense, probably. Mm. Um, but I think in the moment-to-moment, it's about taking quests. This okay. is a, a Soulsborne game about quests. Okay. Um, both, like, from companies. Like, that kind of, like, armored core sense of, like, alright, these corporations are hiring you to fuck with the other corporations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I think there's probably, like, a Yakuza Shenmue element of, like, exploring the city and talking to people as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that kind of tail doves into kind of what I was thinking for um, for the roguelike element. Because I was thinking, like, I really like the idea of there being kind of, like, a space within the city that it's, like, it's so dense that every time you go there, it's different. Yeah, okay. So you you so... kind of have this chunk of the city that's, like, literally being procedurally generated and it's different every time i did have a thought about that um, okay because i yeah. was thinking like all right well if there's those four like a big or not even it doesn't have to be four or just like a number of probably in between two and four mm-hmm. i would say three or four is probably the ideal um companies and i think those are like sort of set but yeah. I think there's also, like, some of the other quests that you can get from, like, non-companies, or even maybe from some companies, is, like, to explore this, like, abandoned subway system. Oh, yeah! And that can be randomized. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, more or less the world map, what I was picturing is, like, the world map is always going to be fixed. But you're, you'd be going into a section of the city that is not necessarily, like a part of like the soulsborne exploration element of the game and that it's would the lost be woods. 
Yeah, yeah, no, very much so. So I like kind of taking that and then kind of literally burying it underground. Yeah. And like that could be like a fun way to like if you don't if you don't necessarily want to quest at the moment, but you're like, I could really go for a thousand credits right now. Like that's literally all I need to upgrade my primary weapon up to the next plus one. You know, let me go spend some time in the the tunnels or yeah, whatever. and then I'll I'll come back and I'll sell like the drop item drops or whatever to like the local swap shop or whatever. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, okay, so what are, like, the kind of enemies, then? I imagine, like, in the actual buildings, probably a lot of, like, automatons. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, like, some of that, some, like, um... Uh, I also, I also think, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, hired security. I also think that there's probably, like, a fair bit of, like, hazards, too. So it's, like... You know, the the more direct path has, like, lasers guarding the way, but if you kind of take this side path, you can go, like, punch a computer to turn the lasers off and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely cops, definitely drones, uh, as in, like, four-legged drones and probably some quadcopters, too. Um, yeah. I, I don't- I'm- Are they, like, fucked up animals? No. Are they- I don't okay. think so. Okay, that's that's fair. That's that's good and fair. <laughs> I think with what we have here, like the easy thing we could do is the enemies that are in the underground are like um, tech that's been discarded because it's just mm-hmm. obsolete, obsolescent yeah. tech. Maybe which it's just like be a lot of because that's yeah. just how tech companies work. Yeah, and like maybe we could just literally call it like capital S scrap. <laughs> That's where the scrap goes. Somebody tells you on the street or something like that. And when you pick up the quest to kind of like unlock that feature, a la Final Fantasy XIV's Palace of the Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think there's got to be like a, a fun way to get around the city. Uh, and this is something that I was thinking about because like just watching the cutscenes where Uncle Death is riding a skateboard because you don't get to do that. Only he gets to do that. And it's only mm. cutscenes. Um, but, like, one of the opening cutscenes is, like, him in a subway station, like, grinding on benches and teleporting between them. Uh, okay. Before shortly just eating shit. Um, <laughs> but, like, I liked that idea a lot of just, like, one, I like the idea of it being, either, like, skating or something. Mm. Um, but also I do want to bring in, like, that FF15 sort of warp strike element into just the game as a whole. Yeah, so I think warp strike rules. I think I think that was legitimately one of the strongest parts of 15's combat was like lighting up like warp strikes for huge amounts of damage and just like kind of. Or if you just need to get out of the way and take a breather, you can just throw your knife into a cliff. Mm. And also, because um, I always love playing games with spears, and spears had innate. Uh, multipliers for uh, warp strike damage. Mm. So I I try to, you know, literally live my Dragoon fantasy of like, you know, getting up on a ledge or some kind of signpost and then just literally capital J jumping on somebody. <laughs> so what if it's like, do we want to do skateboard or do we want to do rollerblade? I think glowing like cyber rollerblades would be so much fun because then that could I I don't know I feel like both of them 
you could do a lot of fun like cosmetics for because i feel like i feel like Soulsborne games have fun outfits but they're not about dressing up and being cute necessarily like to me that's what um the anime one was about code vein Vein. yeah because code vein was very much a game about being cute and looking good but i don't feel that about like dark souls demon souls necessarily Mm -hmm. but i think this is a game i like i think this game has cosmetic slots i guess is what i'm saying (laughs) or at the very least like when you're in the exploration phase like when you're just walking around the city i think that's when it's like all right you're in your cosmetic gear with your roller Mm. plates i think maybe you take the roller plates off when you're in like a major building Mm. but maybe not in the underground yeah also might be another thing that separates them I guess this could segue into the next topic because I feel like this is an important thing to talk about is the combat element and like weapon schemes slash flavors because Fantasy Star Online has a literally a weapon that is hover roller blades that you kick people with. It's literally my favorite class in PSO2. <laughs> so I think there should be like a like a, a hand-to-hand combat that uses your roller skates. See, I was thinking maybe roller skateless when you're in, like, I mean, aside from, again, in, like, the underground. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is, like, one thing about Soulsborns is, like, the sort of, like, stick and roll kind of That's true, combat. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, even in, like, the faster-paced combat of, like, both Code Vein and uh, Let It Die in particular, it's, like, it's mm-hmm. still about rolling and watching your stamina. Yeah, that's true. Um, not to say you can't, like, parkour off a wall or something, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you must do it smartly and, uh, without using too much of your stam. Yeah, and I guess that is, like, a question, like, what are the weapon types in this, uh, mm-hmm. Technicolor future? Um, I definitely think there's a, there is a, there's, like, I, I feel like Souls games for the most part, really shine with their melee combat. Mm-hmm. But I also like that range tends to be a good option for if you don't have a good head for, like, the parrying and blocking timing. Or at least thrown weapons, for sure. Because, like, I haven't actually used, like, a ranged, ranged weapon that wasn't just a thrown weapon in a in a Soulsborne game. Uh, I've done a lot of bow and magic and demon souls back back when I was very much trying to be a soulsborn person, and it like it very much felt like I don't know. It was very much like I'm going to ignore the mechanics of the parry and everything like that. I'm just going to try to shoot you with a bow. <laughs> yeah, uh, Let It Die does have ranged weapons, and I did use two of them. I found a gun. Mm. Uh, that was just a very long barreled revolver yeah um, yeah and that one was fine because it just controlled like a gun um but you know as a result it counted as a two-handed weapon because you could aim down yeah. sights uh but the other weapon that i had picked up was a fireworks launcher oh uh and that actually like instead of doing the thing that i wanted to do of firing wherever my camera was pointing it fired whatever direction my character was facing oh interesting distinction yeah, especially when, like, I'm trying to walk, like, away from an enemy and shoot them. But, yeah. But, like, there's no, like, walk, there's no strafing. Yeah. In that sense, because it's no aim down sights. 
Uh, and that was that was hard to get used to. And I don't think the damage it did was worth it. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing, too, is, like, I feel like the damage scaling on melee weapons in a Souls game is, like, just so much stronger than magic or bows. Or at the very least, you can hit with it faster, usually. Yeah, that, too. No charge times, unless you're doing a power attack. But even then. <laughs> but, yeah, I think there's, like, um, I think there's a fun laser whip that's, like, a nice, like, mid-ranged melee attack weapon. Mm-hmm. I think there's... I want to call it like a disc axe or maybe like a j- jumbo yo-yo maybe. Like That's what like... if a kendama was the size of a sledgehammer? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, no, actually I do like the idea of it being like a like a highlight scoop, but with a disc, with like a Tron <laughs> disc. <laughs> uh, for the folks at home who don't know what a highlight scoop is, um, because you didn't live in Florida, uh, it's just a big scoop that goes on your arm <laughs> and you use it to whip a ball at literally lethal speeds at a wall <laughs> and it bounces off and other people are in the same room with you also with those scoops mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't actually know how highlight is played but i do know it's incredibly dangerous <laughs> it's been so long i don't like live that far away from a highlight place either hmm course it is also a place where like you can bet on horse races uh, uh a lot of gambling near me actually now that i think about it yeah we had a dog track close to us when i lived in jacksonville but yeah i think there's probably like a like a I, I, at first I was like, it's a laser katana. And then I was like, no, it's not a laser katana. I, I kind of want like literally just like a laser long sword, like kind of the traditional like blade, but it's not a katana. <laughs> oh yeah. I could see that being like a variant on like how, uh, do you know how the, the no more heroes sword looks? Yeah. 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 What if there were two blades? Mm-hmm. And they were on either side of the one pole in the middle. Yeah, and it just comes to a point. Yeah, I don't, uh, actually, no, I don't think you can stab with it. I don't think you're yeah. allowed to stab with it. I think you have to do slices and slash. Oh, okay, okay. Because, because it doesn't there's make a laser sense for there to be a point. Then and also there's just like a electro rapier or something like that. Or maybe the electro rapier is the, uh, it's a, like a, a trick weapon a la bloodborne and it has like a the whip transformation Mm. i also want like kind of like those uh the wrist blade of assassin's creed Mm, i think there's mm. a lot of like some of the hand-to-hand animations with that were pretty cool or like parrying and stuff yeah yeah and i think like a weapon that has like essentially like a really short effective range but it's like extremely good for or maybe like it's gimmick is like It'll insta well not insta kill but like will mostly insta kill on a on a stealth yeah. attack depending on the enemy. That and like I think it's um maybe has like a generous like parry window or something like that. I don't think that's a Soulsborne mechanic of. I think it's fine. Have, yeah, <laughs> but um, so like what are okay? So I like these weapons because I love like funky like. Like, they're, like, techno takes on, like, what I would consider, like, traditional RPG weapons. Mm-hmm. So, I think there's definitely, like, like some gun, some, 
you know, things of that nature. But is there like a magic? Or yes, like... and I think it's you wear like glowing gloves and you draw shapes. Yeah. You do yeah. the Doctor Strange thing. I think, um... But, like, you probably even more simplified. Mm-hmm. It's like that DS game where you have to draw the magic symbols in order to cast magic that I was really bad at, because it feels like it's incredibly hard. Castlevania Dawn of Souls? No. <laughs> no Not quite, yeah. Dawn um, of Souls, um, you have to draw the magic circles to seal a boss so it doesn't respawn and kill you. Let me look it up. Nintendo... DS game where you draw magic. I think I remember what it's called, but Lost Magic, that's the one. Mm. I thought the staff that the main character had looked cool. Yeah. But uh, here's... Oh, that's the wrong chat. Here's an image of it in action. You see all those different symbols, and you have to be oh. able to cast them quickly. Ooh. And also, can it read the symbols you're drawing quickly like yeah uh in my <laughs> case usually not <laughs> did a lot of casting uh, the wrong spell for me yeah oh i don't think this is like a very appropriate thing for this game but one of these times i would love a game okay so um wild arms in the first wild arms game you can like f- forge magic so pretty much uh, a spell is made of two components. Pretty much uh, you pick like one of the four like kind of primary Western elements and then you mash it with another element. So you could do like wind wind would be an offensive wind spell if you're doing black magic. But wind wind on the white magic is like a heal or something like that. And order magic matters. So like wind earth is a different combination than earth wind. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and the gimmick of the game is as you play through the game, you're essentially unlocking more slots for you to, because you essentially have the whole, like, level one, uh, like, tier of, like, combinations of spells to choose from. And then as you go through the game, you just kind of pick more combinations that you could just have permanently access to until you dissolve that combination and you do a new one. So I don't think that's like this, but like maybe like uh, you've got like the rune of power and you put power, power, and that's just kind of like your magic missile. But like power fire would be like burning hands or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's like the spell casting from Eternal Darkness. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think we could maybe like do something of like chips that you instead of these like Nintendo power glove looking gauntlets Mm -hmm. because i also like how um like dark souls has divine magic and arcane magic and then later probably not in those terms i'm i'm stuck in the dragon game brain space i guess oh okay here's a night here's a concept i want to throw at you what if you can like slot in four different magic chips and each chip Mm. has like five uses or whatever maybe Ah. three i don't know a number of uses right um yeah and so like as you are casting like better gloves will have more slots so you could fit up to four mm. versus like a starting one might only have one or two slots yeah yeah um so you can either choose to like cast once or like one of either one level of either element or you can like mix and match but like 
each one every time like if you want to cast a fire water spell it's going to cost you one fire and one water yeah yeah is this um like a consumable yeah it could either be a consumable or it could be like a thing because i think the way that dark souls does it is like you have charges of a spell and that recharges when you go to a bonfire yeah yeah i think it's like a it's like a technology thing of these are chips and so yeah. when you get there you get a chance to like recharge them or whatever mm-hmm. yeah you because that's you probably there are probably like terminals around her that are like uh <laughs> it's a terminal that's both like an atm but also like a phone charging station mm-hmm. <laughs> it, they look like those video phones from the pokemon anime Mm-hmm. very much so ring 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 phone call phone call um what else um yeah i'm sure there's like a pretty standard array of stats to boost um i guess like i don't know what bosses consist of here okay so yeah i think like big robots yeah i think i think it's kind of we follow the dark souls or i guess it's pretty much like dark souls 2 I would say, but I feel like the bosses either go into two different categories. They're either fucked up monsters or just abdued. And in, in this case, it's not like big dudes in armor. It's probably just like a dude with a fucked up gun or something. <laughs> or, or like it could I, be a dude in a big like power loader. Yeah, it could be that. It could be a dude that's like a floaty magic dude. So you have to like hit him out of the sky or, you know, just, things like that. Pick any Eggman boss fight ever, um, or the times where you have to fight a gun boss in uh, mm. any of the Sonic Adventure like era games. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Hot Foot and Bigfoot or whatever they were called. Hot Shot, mm. I think, was the other one. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. One of the towers belongs to a casino mogul, so when you get to the top, you fight the... Um, God, what is the name of that thing? From the, it's one of the major final bosses of Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, I do not know this. The Egg Dealer. <laughs> it's a slot <laughs> machine with le- with like four legs. Mm. And and one of the things that'll come up on the slot machine is missiles. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's also probably like um reminiscent of the Oogie Boogie boss fight from kingdom hearts yeah i don't think you actually have to i don't think there is a, a roulette mechanic that you have to like interact with i think it's just visually that's what's happening yeah 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 it's like okay at this hp threshold he's gonna shoot rockets at you but like in the background like everything's lighting up and like ooh, rockets are coming those are like the that. animations that you're supposed to learn to to be able to dodge attacks <laughs> yeah yeah I know some people don't like uh, the sort of like generification of some of Eggman's robotic inventions mm. and how they've all just sort of become like orange shape with funny face. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do think the egg, do- egg dealer rules and I love egg robos. Yeah. Or sorry, the egg pawns is what they're called. I mean, just look at him. He's just a little guy. <laughs> Aww. Sorry, I'm looking at related images, and I am seeing one that is a picture from the E1001 Egg Pond page of the Sonic Pokemon wiki. Mmm, okay. It's just, what if Sonic and Pokemon were the same? Mm-hmm. 
Like, I, I, I don't mean, like, what if Sonic had Pokemon or anything. I mean, like, literally, like, what if Sonic adventured with Ash Ketchum? Oh my god! As just, like, a secondary protagonist who fought Eggman. <laughs> while Ash was taking care of Team Rocket or whatever. Uh-huh. Weird. Yeah. Not, like, weird in, like, a derogatory way. Yeah, it's, it's yeah just kind of... In a, huh. Yeah, choices. Choices have been made. I don't get it, but, like, I can understand. Hmm. Yeah, like, I was a 12-year-old who was very creative. Like, I get, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get I it. Think, I, I think at that age, I was making Golden Sun OCs and my own Golden Sun roster. So, like, definitely get it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, I was a... I growing up, I also was a big fan of both Pokemon and Sonic the Hedgehog, where I created uh, OC characters in both franchises, mm. um, including mostly Fakemon at the time. I didn't really do a lot of Pokemon OCs aside from like occasionally I would draw a Fakemon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, shit. Okay, so we have bosses, general concept for mooks and enemies. I like, I don't know, I like the idea of, like, kind of, like, hazards being kind of a strong element to, like, the, not necessarily the dungeon exploring element of it, but just kind of, like, interacting with this world. I think there's probably more platforming than you'd expect. Yeah, yeah, same. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, like, what, like, triangle to hop or square or something, because no, square's gonna be roll. That's you, roll to me. You have a free-running button, like, in Assassin's Creed. Mm. Where it like drains your stamina faster than just sprinting, mm. um, but if you encounter any like waist high ledges or whatever, you just clamber over them. Or there's mm. like a wall, mm. you can like take a few steps up, it, and if there's a ledge, you can grab, you'll grab it, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that also is going to be a fun because like I feel like the Dark Souls that I have experienced, either as either as like a a viewer or a player. It's, like, very much, like, this is the path you're going to take to get through this world. And I kind of like the idea of, like, you having some options to, like, traverse the areas. Mm. Like, I think that's that's a cool... Like, I want to say it's, like, necessarily, like, open world. But, like, I kind of like the idea of, like, well, you get into this room by, like, taking the stairs. But also, like, the window isn't that high up. So you can just kind of, like, free run up to the window and get in that way. Stuff like that. You start. You get a shortcut by just like going outside and kicking down the fire escape ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. We need a name. <clears throat> um. I guess maybe would coming up a name for like the city help for a title, or do you just want to call it like, um, gosh. Okay, I think I have something, but it's going to be like a hear me out (laughs) kind of title. So what if the game's just called Heart of the City, but it's instead of heart spelled the right way, it's like H-A-R-T. And what if the name of like the corp, because what if the name of the main corporation you're dealing with is like the Heart Corporation? And like maybe the different districts are like different wings of that same company so like tech r&d something 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 okay i like the concept but there's two problems i have with it Mm -hmm. one 
it would be weird for the tech division of a company to hit, give you a mission to fuck up a different division of the same company. True, true. Maybe uh, the coworkers just hate each other that much. And the other issue I have is that heart spelled that way with like a, a sub thing of corporation or whatever just makes me think of the Heart Foundation from wrestling. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think is actually even specifically a wrestling thing, but it was founded by, like, a wrestling family. Mm, yeah. Um, hmm. Although I do sort of like Heart of the City spelled regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's something we can go with, too. If this was, like, a, a brawler along the lines of Streets of Rage, we could call it Heartbeat of the Streets. Mm. or heartbeat the streets you know like mm. like a like a patrol route is a, a beat mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah exactly oh i'm fine with just heart of the city yeah okay with the whole six minutes to spare nice it's actually more like seven but still all right heart of the city a city soulsborne game Small number of major corporations have a stranglehold over various parts of a city, complete with towering skyscrapers. You make a living by taking missions from them, as well as the regular folk of the city, to mess with other corporations or to explore the ever-changing under-network. The Soulsborne dungeon parts of the game keep a free-running platform element, while you destroy various automatons and security agents with fantastical sci-fi weapons. Perfect. Okay, um, let's... I guess we can go ahead and get into the other part of the show where we talk mm -hmm. about Final Fantasy IV. Yeah. Uh, I will just say at the top of this segment, I got a promotion at work, so I Yay. have not had... <laughs> Thank you. I have not had a whole lot of time for Final Fantasy IV this week. I got one hour done. But, uh, I think, but like, I think you sort of know what happens in the next yeah, yeah. few hours. Mm -hmm. um, we can talk about mechanically some of that stuff next time mm. um there's not actually like a whole lot of mechanic to talk about i don't think aside from like lodestone cave which we can just talk about anyways yeah yeah um so we last left off we had both finished the mount ordeal mm. um and gotten back to mesidia uh where the king was like all right now you can do it uh and palo and Porum are like we're gonna go with you um so you go into the devil's path which isn't really so much a path as it is a teleportation pad. Yeah, just... I was literally <laughs> expecting that to be like a sub-dungeon or something. I did too, but no, it is just like, alright, you just walk in here and now you're in Baron. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah the, the sub-dungeon I was, I guess, what I was expecting Devil's Path to be is literally like what happens next. Yeah. Um, so then, you're in Baron. Mm -hmm. uh, and you go to the inn, and you find your good friend Yang, who I say is your friend. Like, you've met him once. You fought with him yeah. a couple times. Yeah, his king gave you a fucked up Dark Knight sword. <laughs> which became a cool fucked up paladin blade. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yang is uh, a bit brainwashed right now. So you have yeah. to beat some sense into him. And boy howdy, does he have a lot of fucking health. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was there for like a good maybe 10 minutes just wailing on this dude yeah it was like literally i was just kind of sitting there like huh all right really okay 
<laughs> like, I hit him with some, like, 600 damage spells and stuff, and he's still just like, alright, I can eat, like, another 10 more of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but eventually you knock him, uh, unconscious, and he wakes back up, and he's like, oh, wait, how am I here? Where's everybody else? What happened? Then you mm. fill him in. Um, and so he's like, alright, I'll join the team again. Let's go into the castle, uh, and, you know, confront them. Mmm. Uh, and you do. You go in there. Uh, well, you have to, first you have to go through a waterway system to get there. Mmm, yeah. Uh, which you have access to now because Yang was in charge of, like, a platoon, which made him, like, high enough level to get a key to open a door. Yep. Yep, he's a key holder. And you go through the dungeon, and I forget if there's, like, a big fight at the end of it or not. Hmm. Well, the, there's no big fight at the end of the dungeon. It's after you get out of the dungeon. Yeah. So you end up back at the castle. You can go sleep in your bed again if you'd like. Neither of us remembered that you could do that. My first time through. <clears throat> your first time through. My only because time through. tumble brag, humble brag. Yeah. No, I I fucked up hard <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Uh, so you go back in the castle and, uh, it's like Captain of the Guard runs over. He's like, oh, Cecil, you're here. Thank goodness. I'm yeah. not, I haven't been brainwashed by the bad guy. I'll join your team. And you even get like a message of so-and-so has joined your team. Mm-hmm. But also it's that suspicious thing where it's like, I have five people on my team. So like, where are you going to stand, bro? I don't have room for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you walk a bit for- further. And Palom and Forum, like, are immediately suspicious. Yeah. Um, but after, like, you take a few more steps, they're like, hey, uh, cut the crap, buddy. Yeah, they're like, you, they're like, something literally smells suspicious. You're pretty sus. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I mean, you're right, but. Uh, and then he turns into a snake man with two snake arms. Yeah. Uh and you have to beat him up, and if you take out both of the snake arms, he regrows them. Um fun fun fact for this fight. So if you cast ma- offensive magic on the body, which is kind of the main boss, the boss will cast reflect on you. But I don't know if it's just like a peculiarity of the GBA version or if it works as intended. Um But with Tela, you can have Telecast reflect on one of your party members, and then you can bounce a spell off of that party member and hit him with it, which causes the boss to cast Reflect on him, even though he has Reflect on him, which will cause it to bounce off and apply it to one of your party members. So oh, I just kind I kind of... This is very strange, because uh, for the body, it's just like, alright, I'm gonna apply Reflect on myself. Uh, yeah. And I couldn't hit it with any spells, without just hitting it myself. Well, so, it's the, the gimmick is... You use Tella to put Reflect on a party member, bounce a spell off of that party member to hit the boss. But then the boss is like, oh, I'm being attacked by magic. I'm going to reapply my Reflect. But that bounces off the boss because he already has it. And that it causes it to be applied to a new party member. Ah. And then the fun thing is, is if you can get the boss to apply or between the boss and telecasting Reflect, if you can get it on all five party members... You can AoE cast Offensive Magic on the party, and it gets it'll spread that damage across the arms and the main boss. Oh. 
So you can, and with Tella's new Awoken spell list of, you know... Every spell in the game. <laughs> yeah, it does shit. Like, he can just nuke both arms and the body with that. And I also learned, because Tella doesn't have any MP at this point, understandably, it's it's kind of a plot thing. You can osmos the arms for 55 MP. Mm-hmm. I, so, I, I did this fight twice, because I will we'll talk about it in a sec, but so the second time through, I was just clowning this boss. It went by so fast. Ah, like, see, I did not <laughs> clown on this boss. Uh, my technique was more of a alright, I'll just berserk uh, Cecil and let him just beat down the body while everybody else is like, you know, just sort of like cycling through beating up the arms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I found that um, black magic... Like, the offensive black magic spells, single target, were the best option to kill the arms. Because, like, a Fyra or a Thundara would just kill an arm. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's kind of like, I was having Tella and Porum. I didn't, can never remember which one is which. But the, the black mage twin killing arms. And, yeah, I just had, like, Yang and Cecil focusing the body. And then I started doing reflection antigens. I was like, ha <laughs> ha Palom is the power. Mage. Okay, Palom. Um, um, but yeah, I, I did not do that. I was mostly just fighting down the arms. That way Cecil would for sure hit the body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially with Cecil's like really high speed stat. Putting Berserk on him does work. He gets very strong. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like you need to like do focus or anything with it, which is why I didn't cast it on Yang. Yeah, I um. I like having the option of having Cecil spot heal every now and again, or I have I like having the option of making sure um, Porum is covered. Because mm-hmm. that's the last thing I want is for Porum to get like one shotted by something I wasn't expecting. Yeah, but yeah, that fight was a blast to do the second time through. <laughs> Fucking bad. <laughs> um, but. So you, you conclude that fight and you're like, get out of here, dude. Like you're, you were barely a thing in the beginning of the game, but now you're especially not a thing because we've dispatched you and you go into the throne room and it's like, oh, hi, king. And the king's like, oh, hey, Cecil, what's up? And then it's like, oh, wait, haha, I'm not the king after all. Turns out the king has been body snatched. Mm-hmm. And instead you're fighting uh, Cagnazzo. Yeah, the water fiend. He was just like a man who crouches down and has a turtle shell on his back. Yeah, he's just kind of like a a, a, a turtle demon, but it's just not even a deer turtle. It's just kind of a dude. Um, a dude I, with a shell. I was outpacing the damage too much. It's that way after like after he did the tsunami the first time. Mm-hmm. He was stuck in his like defensive shell mode the entire rest of the fight. <laughs> Okay, so the way you are supposed to do this boss fight uh-huh. is you use electrical attacks when the water barrier is up and that stops that phase. And then I think when the shell is up, you're either supposed to use ice or ice or thunder, and that gets him out of his shell. Every like every time it would be out of the shell, it immediately like it it just in the middle of fighting it while it's still in shell mode, it did like the text box that pops up for when he's going into shell mode yeah well i think i think after you 
you get past a certain HP threshold, I think he just it becomes a DPS race mm-hmm. because I think he just is supposed to stay in his shell and he'll try to heal himself. Yes, that is true. He'll do that. Um, but I will I will verbalize my shame to the audience. Um, my first time through, I was like, oh, it's just a boss. Like I forgot about the tsunami gimmick with because if you the so I I cast berserk on Cecil and I was like because my um because. Porum finally learned Berserk, and Porum has so much more MP than Tella. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll just have Porum, you know, the White Mage, cast Berserk on Cecil. Cecil can just be in auto mode, and we can just kind of burn this boss down. Because I remembered he was weak to electricity, because obviously, because it's a water mm-hmm. boss. But I didn't remember that when the water barrier is up, and if you punch him, the tsunami does... I don't know if it's bonus damage or what, but it was one-shotting my twins... Yeah, it when, did not when it ca- one-shot me, but it did do a lot of damage. Um, yeah. But that's also part of why I didn't get to break the water barriers, because I also had Berserking Cecil. Um, yeah. And like the tsunami came right in the middle of my cast time for a thunder spell before I even knew that was a mechanic. Yeah, But after yeah. that happened the one time, he just got stuck in a shell mode for the rest of the fight, so we just kept stomping on him. Um, I will say, I kind of... I saw this happening when I was <laughs> doing the f- the fight the first time, and I was like, because I didn't have any tents coming out of the waterway, and I forgot about sleeping in Cecil's room for a full heal. So I essentially had gotten through, what is it, like Hagen, or whatever that mini-boss was, with the snake arms, and I was scraping by, like, barely any MP. I, for- I, did- I forgot about my, uh, you know, reflect gimmick, so I was just like, I, I saw Cecil Berserk auto-attacking Cagnazzo, and I was like, I'm just gonna, I, I kind of was like, I'm just gonna take the L, I'm just gonna wipe instead of trying to come back from this. Because I think if I tried really hard and I played, like, ultra-optimally, I could have burned a lot of consumables to come back from that. But I was just like, it would be easier just to do, come out of the waterway, do that that mini-boss, and then Cagnazzo again, than it would be for me to try to turn this around. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just, I, I held that out. I died to Kegnazo. <laughs> I was a little bit bummed because I was like, God, I'm going to have to deal with both of those bosses again. But like, at least you know how to fucking clown one of them. So yeah, I knew how to clown with them. And I remember that because I, I, I walked around Baron Castle a little bit more my second time through, which prompted me to, because prompted me to find Cecil's room. And then I was like, oh, fuck there's a bed in here i could sleep here <laughs> and the rest is history yeah i clowned i clowned uh Kekinazo the second time like i had uh tele pr- like prepping thundagas like i had people throwing zeus's wraths like i was ready for that asshole <laughs> yeah um so after you defeat Kegnazo, um sid shows up and is like oh Oh hey, I came in here to beat the shit out of the king, but all right, I see you've already beaten me to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he joins your squad, yeah. um, because there will be room. Because as you're leaving, uh, Cagnazzo is like, "This isn't the last of me. I'm going to hit you with one last funny trap." And the walls mm-hmm. start closing in in this tiny hallway. Yeah, and the only way to stop it is for Palom and Porum. This isn't true. They could have just walked out the other door. It's not like it was locked. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but Palom and Porum turned themselves into stone. 
Um, to hold the doors that were collapsing in on everybody. Yeah, yeah. just to hold the walls back. Um, and they can't be unstoned because they willingly turn to stone. Yeah, yeah. Tell us, like, in the cutscene, tries to cast Asuna on them. But because it was kind of them doing it of their own free will, I think, yeah, they, they can't be... Uh, they can't be brought back at this time. Yep, so that's just another member of the squad that Cecil has lost. <laughs> yeah. This is like very much like Cecil's very awful week. <laughs> it's a fucking comedy of tragedy. Yeah. Comedy equals tragedy plus more tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a ray of light... Tella and Sid bicker a little bit, and I, I, I after it happened, I was like, Cess- or, um, Tella slash Sid rare pair OTP. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's kind of my brain rot now. <laughs> uh, and Sid's here, and he's like, and I got my cool new ship, too, because... Yeah, he, like, literally is like, I have this passageway that i have hidden we just have to like walk into a wall yeah and there's and we'll hidden the airships yeah which is fun because um the enterprise is the name of the airship that you rescue in final fantasy 14 from forest sid because oh, yeah, 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 that, that's right that's the one that you go to stone vigil to rescue yeah um just kind of fun things about Final Fantasy XIV that you now have an appreciation for, because we're playing the game that it's a reference to. <laughs> I, I technically played this before that, but I my brain had forgot that it was called The Enterprise. Me too, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then you get on that, uh, and... And that's more or less where I stopped, but yeah. But we can keep going with the recap, because it's not too, too much. At some point, and I don't remember when... Um, but at some point, um, it might have even been after you defeat Cagnazzo, uh, Golvez and Kane are like, all right, well, we need the earth crystal and they're going to try to beat us to it. And Kane's mm. like, well, Golvez, wait a minute. What if you just let him get it? And then we can get it from him. Because <laughs> we've got, we've got his girl. Yeah, yeah. Then Golvez is like, hmm, a good plan. <laughs> Yeah, so pretty much the the I think they even like you have a like because you you take off out of Baron and like Kane rolls up in another uh, airship next to you is like hey That's Cecil what it was. yeah it's like hey Cecil go get the Earth Crystal and if you give it to us we'll give you Rosa and Cecil's kind of like that's a dirty fucking trick but like you put me in a position that I can't really say no I have no choice I have. Yeah. No choice. No choice. <laughs> uh, what's the name of the fucking town you go to next? Um, I just yeah, like- I went to Mithril, and I went to uh, the town where they're like, we're of the lineage of dwarves, but they're like not plot relevant. Yeah, they are plot relevant at the end of the set of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was just kind of like, going to spots on the map because I knew they probably wouldn't be plot relevant right now. Yeah, I'm going to just go to the page for Earth Crystal and see if it tells me the town name. Mm-hmm. Troya, that's the name of the town. Yeah. So you go to Troya um, where the Earth Crystal has been taken by a dark elf and taken to the cave of, or the Lodestone Cave. Um, mm. Troya is a matriarchal society led by eight female epops. 
Mm-hmm. So you walk into like the throne room and there's just like eight ladies sitting there being like, <laughs> man, they fucking took our shit. Uh, but also in the castle is a, uh, a sickly Edward. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a town where there's like a patch of whisperweed and you learn about whisperweed being a thing that lets you communicate over long distances. Mm-hmm. Um, and Edward gives you a little bit of that um, to help them find the crystal, help the squad. And then you go in order to get to Lodestone Cave, you have to go across and you can't do this by airship because it's all forest and you can't land the airship in a forest. Mm-hmm. Like literally the only place you can land the airship in a reasonable spot is like right next to Troya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Cause I think that happens. No, it's, it's something's kind of similar. One of the last towns you go to in final fantasy one, there's literally one spot that you can land in to get to the town, but it's like all the way North. So you have to park it by a, a pond and then walk all the way down to the town where like they sell the level nine spells and shit like that. Um, so you have to leave Troya and head north into a chocobo forest and mm. get yourself a black chocobo because those can cross water. Yeah. Um, and and they can land in forests. Yeah. So you take that black chocobo um, out over to the Lodestone Cave because that's the only way you can get there. And then you head mm. inside. But Lodestone Cave, made out of lodestones, that's magnets. Mm-hmm. And if you have metal equipment, you cannot act in battle. It does not just slow you down like it says it does. Yeah, I think in the... in the, uh, I'm trying to remember the speedrun, because the speedrun focuses on the Super Nintendo version, because it's, it's busted as a billion different like glitches. And I want to say that like Lodestone Cave isn't programmed correctly, so it just gives you like a status ailment instead. But I think they fixed it in all the ports. Uh, yeah, in the PSP version, I got into a battle and everybody had on like a silver bracelet, which meant it they got magneted. Yeah. Um, which, as a result, means no one could act, and I immediately got a game over. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so I did have to unequip everybody's stuff. <clears throat> uh, but after setting everybody up with stuff, I gave, uh, I gave Cecil a bow and some lightning arrows, I believe. Mm. Um, because i was like that's paladin-y yeah yeah um and then I, I i took out the cave went through the cave you get to the boss fight or you fight the the third of the four fiends i'm sorry no you don't you fight a dark elf there yeah okay. yeah yeah because uh, I, I was getting ahead of myself <laughs> you go to fight the dark elf the dark elf casts uh three spells in a row to fucking destroy you uh each of the elemental spells at like the third level or yeah. something um and if it doesn't kill all of your squad it'll get pretty close and everybody's just like hey we can't fucking do this dog mm. uh and edward in his uh hospital bed is like something is bad something is bad i need mm. to help them i need my harp and he like crawls out of his bed and like collapses and mm. slowly makes his way to the harp and he plays his harp, and through the whisperweed, it uh, it comes and it depowers the uh, the dark elf to the point where those spells barely do any fucking damage to you, and you can just yeah. stomp on it. Because I, you also I, will get a full heal and can re-equip all of your metal armor. Yeah, I love this moment for Ed, Ed, word? Edward. Edward. I love this moment for I can't remember this character's name. Because it's like, like, he's not very useful in combat at this point in the game 
But, like, he gets to do, like, a really fun, like, heroic moment and, like, save the day. Like, I think that's neat. Yeah, and, like, the first, after he plays that, like, lullaby, the first half of the fight is suddenly just, like, instead of battle music, it is the lullaby is playing. Yeah, While you just yeah. fucking stomp on this dark elf. Like, it's 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 a really cool moment. Uh, and then you get into the second phase and the battle music kits back up. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's still not much of a difference. Um, yeah. You get through. Um, sorry, yeah, it changes from Dark Elf to Dark Dragon. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Um, but, like, it's not much of an issue. You defeat it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you head back. You have your Earth Crystal. You go back to the town, and you see Edward, and you're like, Hey, buddy, you did it. Thank you. And he's like, No problem. Because <laughs> uh, he's still injured or whatever. And then Golbez is like, All right, you gotta... Come give me the crystal. Come outside uh, and get in your ship, and then we'll come take you. Yeah. So you do, and you get taken by Kane to uh, the Tower of Zot, which is like a very sci-fi looking place. Mm-hmm. And you're working your way through there, um, and then you fight the uh, the three sisters, uh, the, the Magus sisters. Wait, is that this early in the game? Yeah. Wow. I, that was like the second to last thing I did was fight the Mega Sisters. Gosh, I'm so excited for to see the Mag. I've always called them the Magus Sisters. That's fair. But uh, I'm excited to see the Magus Sisters and Endwalker because they have like a really cool new design. That's not like it's not like the Final Fantasy X one. It's not like uh, the Final Fantasy IV one. It's like a completely new look for them. But it like has the archetype of like you know the small tall and large mm-hmm. in the psp version uh the small one literally is just a lalafell though <laughs> <laughs> like uh yeah here's the psp image um there's sandy mindy and cindy mm-hmm. and i don't remember which one is which i think it's sandy's tall cindy is large and mindy is small i couldn't tell you though um but you you fight them, their gimmick is that they put reflect or tall one puts reflect on large one and then small one cast fire at her. And it yeah. like bounces and hits you. Um yeah. if you take out one of or if you take out any of them except for the large one, the large one will eventually revive them. Mm. Um but what I did was I took out the the small one because that was the one casting fire, and then I spent most of the time fighting down the large one. Mm-hmm. Um, and managed to get her down before they could do another reflect attack, and then that just sort of ended. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. They couldn't do much after that. Um, but yeah, that fight happens there that early. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I don't know why I had that like much later in the game in my head. Uh, and then you head further in, and uh, Golbez takes the crystal from you, and then doesn't give you Rosa, and then like goes to strike down Cecil, and is like. Wait a minute, you. <laughs> Whatever. And then he leaves. Mm. He says something more important, but I was looking away for a split second and didn't miss some of the dialogue. But he like <laughs> he, he can't quite take down Cecil. Yeah. Um. Oh, right. Sorry. Before that happens, my bad. You give him the crystal, and Golbez is like, "You're not getting Rosa back. Are you kidding me? Why would I do that?" Uh, until it's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> And summons Meteor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Tella's been on a, the 
uh, Warpath of Revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after he does so, well, before he casts Meteor, he casts, like, other spells in his inventory first. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, like, casts three spells and then casts Meteor uh, with zero mana, which I think is the main reason he dies from it. Um, he doesn't die immediately. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but this weakens Golbez and loosens his mind control over Kane. Uh, Cecil rushes in to fight Golbez, but Golbez just, like, strikes him back and then leaves. Then mm-hmm. Tella passes away after, like, them saying, All right, no, we can get you out of here. And he's like, Cecil, get revenge for me. Mm. And then he dies. And then Kane's like, hey, I fucked up. But we need to go get Rosa because this place is starting to freak out. Mm. And you go save Rosa just before a steel guillotine can just kill her. Um, And then they hug Cecil and Rosa. Mm. and kane's just sort of standing there um and kane's just like listen it's not just that i was brain controlled i i wanted to stay by you rosa Mm. um and the rosa's like no it's it's fine you can still be in the party join us in our revenge scheme and so rosa and kane both join the party yeah uh and then you're attacked by the the third fiend uh She's got wind power. Yeah, so I think I made a reference to a lot of the in the first recap that a lot of the fiends are like very much like one to one or not one to one, but they're very, I would say, like kind of related to their Final Fantasy one counterpart, except for wind, because Barbarisha is nothing like Tiamat, like at all. <laughs> and she's kind of just like a hot lady. Yeah, she's a nick she's tornado. a naked lady in a tornado, yeah. <laughs> well no, she's got like a a slave Leia kind of bikini going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, does, she's she's got like a mechanic where she hides in the tornado and you can't like punch her or something like that. They say you can't punch her, but every time she did that, Cecil could extremely still punch her. Um but also I had always timed it so like right after I think it might have just been because like Cecil was getting that attack off as she was going into the tornado yeah yeah because um, i think there is like a tiny bit of leeway window, yeah yeah um but also i just had kane jumping the whole time anyways so it was immediately just countered mm. um and you just you beat her down that's kind of her mm. only gimmick is that you need kane to beat her and then you beat her <laughs> yeah yeah and then she tries to destroy the tower with you in it and then rosa cast teleport and teleports everybody to cecil's bedroom Mm. um and everybody's like well they got all the crystals and then kane says well no there are four (laughs) more crystals they're the crystals of darkness they're the dark crystals yeah yeah and this is this is cool because it's it's very much following in the footsteps of some of the stuff they started to talk about in Final Fantasy III being like they were warriors of light and warriors of darkness and you need – and pretty much warriors of light and warriors of darkness are called when the world is out of balance. So it kind of cools that they build on that in Final Fantasy IV and are like, okay, there are Final Fan- there are crystals of light which are on the surface world and crystals of darkness which are in the underworld. Un- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, is not hell. It is just the world under the world. Yeah, because um, um, I will say that, like, the, like when you get the airship, you pretty much have access to, like, 
the whole like map and like it really isn't a whole lot like i I kind of forgot about the um the underworld for a little bit so i was just kind of like there isn't a whole lot up here and i was like oh right because there's like literally a whole other map under this map (laughs) um i gotta remember where you get the magma stone because you get it just sort of like right away Mm. um oh yeah after you leave after you leave the tower of zot you just sort of get it i guess yeah sorry sometimes it's called the key of magma um kane gives us cecil ah okay because he has it because they needed it to get to the underworld they just don't know where to take it but Mm. both both you and i had already been there the town with the dwarven ancestors has a a well that seems to go on forever Mm. Uh, you go there you throw the magma stone in there and then it calls a volcano to erupt which opens a big hole into the underworld yep and that's where i ended because i also like took some time to uh um after doing all of the d- that dungeon then fighting the fiends and the dark elf and stuff i had enough guild to just finish getting the rest of the mithril stuff from mithril yeah yeah because the missile stuff is pricey but it's good especially the plate armor like the plate armor is the most expensive thing on there because it is like 17k Mm-hmm. yeah um but now everybody's decked out in mithril yeah yeah at least so the people who need it i think uh kind of in talking inside baseball for the show so pretty much what we're gonna do is i am planning on because i i'm i'm bad at doing stuff like this and even if i wasn't stressed out with all my new work responsibilities and i keep trying to put doing final fantasy 4 to last minute so next week i'm gonna do time every day instead of trying to do all at the same time so i'm gonna do two hours of makeup and then the three hours for the week and then hopefully we'll be synced up again (laughs) yeah and then we got to figure out what we're going to do while I'm gone, because I will be gone for a week. We know what we're doing for the regular show, but we don't know what we're doing for this. Ah, true. Maybe we just do. We just keep doing the three hours, and then we spend the, the week I come back just only talking about Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, <laughs> you can decide, folks at home, if you have any thoughts, let us know. Even yes. if it's just a, hey, Cassidy, the thing that you sound, said sounded pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's it yeah good good ff4 recap yeah ff4 is fun i'm again still liking it more than i thought i would or i thought i would and also like then i'm like i'm liking it more than i remembered when i first played it yeah we're still a, a bit off from where i left off the first time i played um oh yeah we'll... yeah i mm-hmm because i i I know there's like an edge scene that I need to see. And then I'll be like, this is probably close enough to where I finished. Yeah. Um, I had been to the moon and back like, (laughs) Ah. (laughs) yeah. Like I was very close to finishing the game. (sighs) I did not know that the elder of Mysidio was named Minwoo. Uh, and of FF2 reference. That's nice. Yeah, I was, like, confused for a second. I was like, no, Minwing's definitely a name I know from FF2. Hmm. Gay icon, Minwoo. I heard. I hear Minwoo is pretty fucking powerful in FF2. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and in the sequel game. Well, not sequel game. The, like, DLC dungeon extra story they did for Dawn of Souls. Mm. Oh, goodness. But yeah, 
Continued thumbs up for FF4. It, I, I, something you, you'd sent to me in, in, in our chat, um, which I, I kind of want to verbalize is I forgot how bleak Final Fantasy IV is. It's very bleak in a way of like, okay, let's count the people that are either dead or presumed dead by this point in the story. Yeah. Um, um, the entire town of Mist. Yeah. <laughs> Number one with the bull. You go back there and there's like four or five dudes just walking around. Yeah. Um, but it's just four or five dudes. Yeah. You can buy dancing daggers there, which is used in the speed run, but that's that's really it. Uh, Anna, you meet her and she dies. Yeah. Um, then, well, also literally everybody else there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That whole kingdom gone. Damsia is fucked up and gone. Yeah. Literally, it's Edward, Prince of Nothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right? He's had a fucking yeah. raw deal yeah yeah because especially like where we're at currently he's like just kind of sitting in bed being like ow (laughs) i'm fucking i managed to help them fight that dark elf that was pretty cool of me Mm. um but man i'm fucking dead yeah uh the kingdom of fabul also got pretty fucked up yeah not only most of the people died there because i think a lot of them escaped um Mm. but we don't know where they went yeah um Rydia currently missing presumed dead yeah she got swallowed by leviathan i think yang tells the party after he gets unmind controlled yeah that's what she they that's what the story is Mm -hmm. as as far as we know what has happened to her then palam and forum who you just met and helped you through like a very turbulent time in cecil's life yeah dead yeah Turned to stone. Sacrificed themselves by turning themselves into stone. They are children. <laughs> yeah. Final Fantasy IX has a reference to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tella. Exploded. Him- yeah. <laughs> exploded himself to no avail. <laughs> yeah, because... Well, to be yeah, fair, he did, I, as a result, unmind control Kane, but... Yeah, yeah, and, like, goal. I think Golbez had to retreat because of that, right? Like, he had to be like, ooh, he, that like, kind of... He was still strong enough to, like, knock Cecil to the fucking ground. Yeah. Um, but, like, he sensed, like, a part of Cecil, which we'll get to later, story mm-hmm, reasons. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. like, well, that's complicated. I should leave. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ruminate on this. Goodbye. And then Rosa literally almost dies right in front of you. Uh, she yeah. almost gets guillotined. But like, it's just so many of the people you've met. Like, I think for every person in your party right now, and there's an entire party of either dead or presumed dead members. <laughs> Which is ten. Ten total people. Five and five. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways yeah and it's funny because like we've literally have talked about how like i want fi- i don't i want final fantasy 6 to remember like the fun times that a final fantasy can have and it's like where are the fun times in four <laughs> the fun times are in four or that everything is nice and colorful and you go from being a bad guy to being a good guy um and the twins are very funny yeah there's like a, there's lots of moments of brevity mm-hmm like, yeah, because it's like, literally, like you, you spoony Anna, bard. Yeah, after Anna dies, immediately you're hit with the you spoony bard. 
I'm going to beat you over the head with my staff. Which is like, it's such an iconic line that they can't take it out of the game anymore. Even though it's like, nobody, it's like, it's it's obsolete language this at game this has point. Been, this game has been retranslated three different times. And every time and they have Spoony to keep Bard, Spoony yeah. Bard. <laughs> like, people will riot in the streets if they take Spoony Bard out of this game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, honestly. it makes it, it makes it into other games at this point. Like, I think it's in 11 and 14. It is in 14. I think the name of the minion, or it's either in the name of the minion or, like, in the description of the minion for the wind-up Edward. It calls mm. him the Spoony Bard. I think it's also, like, in the Bard quest lines. Like, I, think, I believe I think that, it, yeah. Yeah. Um... Maybe it's the NPC that you unlock performance with. I may be completely wrong, but um, I know I know there is like references to it in fourteen. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Continue thumbs up for four. I, I am excited to play more of it. I do want to play more of it. I wanted to play more of it yesterday. <laughs> That's how it was last week. I was just kind of like, I could go for some more. <laughs> you know, this was pretty. T- I could eat some more of this. Hmm. Uh, it was it's like a, when i had pickles as an adult like i was convinced i did not like pickles when i was a kid and as an adult i was like oh i love this shit this shit whips yeah um but yeah so we'll check in again with that next time uh let's do mm-hmm. some plugs you can find the show on twitter at rnggcast and you can send us emails about our continued coverage of final fantasy 4 to mm-hmm. <laughs> rnggpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com crash I am on Twitter at CrashingWaves14. I don't know if I'm going to have to lock my social media for my job, but um, if you're hearing this and that is something I have done, I probably will let new followers in pretty like easily. I just don't know if I have to go dark on social media because I am like management now for my job but if you can't find me there i am posting god damn it i am always posting never cassidy posting (laughs) cassidy where are you online you can find me online at twitter.com user um my my username is madlobotanist m-a-d-l-o-b-o-t-a-n-i-s-t and i haven't been tweeting a whole lot um but i i'm back online a bit um i didn't even take like, a mental health break i just got caught up in reading stuff um and when mm. i'm reading stuff i don't check other things yeah um and you can find all the podcasts that i do and that i've guessed it on my website which is at madlebotanist.neocities.org the same as my twitter handle neocities.org mm-hmm. i did the role we got a single topic as the basis it was voc- was vocab this year i don't fucking remember or was that the end of last year I think that was the end of last year. Mm. So I'm not seeing it anywhere. Alright, so next next week's prompt is vocabulary. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, vocab was last year. So we're good to get good to do it again. Alright. Um and with that We'll figure out what we're doing that next time. But until then, good luck. Have fun.